Welcome back to Super Rankings, where you can come for Superman, but stay for Lobo. Yeah, he's, you get you get all the Lobo you could want today. It's a lot of Lobo. Yeah, you could stay for me. I'm your head scientist who remembered the name of the goddamn show this time. <laughs> With me as always. Hey, it's Kenny Wendorski. Ah, oh, we've been we've been talking about our busy busy weeks. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm getting on the road tomorrow. I've got I've got to drive 90 minutes for an eight-hour training session, and then drive home another 90 minutes. Got to go to Phoenix to get rated to work with uh, with kids with more severe disabilities. Oh, okay. Uh, extra on the job. It's paid training, so That's cool. I can't complain. Also, I I guess I'm helping people with disabilities or whatever. <laughs> Lame. Yeah, totally. Nerd. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, I won an award at my work. I got employee of the quarter. So uh, me and uh, about five other people from a, a big group of us. Yeah. A bunch of coworkers, they voted. It was up to, it was the democratic way. <laughs> and, uh, so uh, Ah, so whose votes did you have to suppress? <laughs> like, sure. were there lines around the block? <laughs> they, and, might have, uh, they might have figured out a way. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I was fortunate. I was chosen. So I get nice. to go to... Half Moon Bay, which I guess is in Northern California. I've never been. I've always done San Diego, L.A., those usual places. So this would be a fun treat. Yeah. Well, Jesus, anything that gets you out of freaking Tucson in the summer, man. Yeah. (laughs) And it's a Ritz, so it'll be fancy. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, wife and I will be without kids, so it'll be kind of like a, a nice... Nice adult vacation. Yeah. <laughs> so, so going to get it wet? I might. Nice. I'm going to try. Yeah. Go for three. <laughs> <laughs> I better. <laughs> Hear that, Sarah? <laughs> this is vacation sex. That's the best kind that of sex. That is the best kind of sex. I don't have to do these sheets. No. That's somebody it's... else's job. <laughs> In fact... You know what? We're just going to make all the loud noises we can. Yeah, let's <laughs> let's see how thick these walls really are. I want aquatic animals in the Pacific Ocean <laughs> to hear our lovemaking. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what else has lots of exotic animals? Uh, the, uh, the, the, the episode... The, the keeper, the, the preserver. preserver. Yeah. <laughs> hey, segue! Hey, we did it! We did it, motherfuckers! <laughs> We watched The Main Man Parts 1 and 2 today. Yes, we did. Yeah, we we open up on Dr. Hamilton. Hamilton. He's still doing science. This is kind of a fun sequence. There's no music. Yeah. And it's just a bunch of scientists in the middle of a desert. Yep. And they're tracking what looks like, well, you've seen it. It's the spaceship. Yeah, it's it's the one that uh, the little little baby Superman came in. Yeah. Only now he's all grown up Superman. They're tracking it, seeing how fast it can go. Apparently it was somewhat damaged, but uh, they fixed it up and they're doing a little uh, test run. Yeah, yeah. So I had to I had to look this up. I was I was good podcast Ben, not bad podcast Ben like last time. I, I didn't look it bad up. Bad podcast Ben. Yeah, well, he's not here today. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. He's one of my pals. <laughs> well, I looked it up. So there was uh, there's air date order slash production order shenanigans. This one was was meant to come before I forget which previous episode where we see Superman yeah. out in space testing the rocket. He went to Alpha Centauri. I think it was called a little piece of home. Oh, yeah, I think that was the beginning yeah. of Little Piece of Home. Yeah, 
Um, this was meant to come first because later on Doc Hamilton, Hamilton will say, oh, we haven't tested this rocket in deep space yet. Yeah. Except he totally has. He took it to Alpha Centauri and back, but it's, I, it's fine. I, I was willing to, yeah, just bat an eye. Everything's episodic here, so screw it. Yep. But, uh, you know, Hamilton, Hamilton waxes poetic for a second. Says, Man, thank you, Superman, for letting us check out your dope rocket ship. I just, space is awesome. So much space. Need to see it all. <laughs> There must be all kinds of cool people in space. Intelligent life forms. I, I bet. I mean, you're cool, Superman. So obviously all the aliens up there must be really, really classy guys. And then we cut to a big old belch. Yep. <laughs> it's Lobo, ladies and germs. Uh, Lobo, about as 90s extreme as you can get. Yeah. He's I... got tood for days. <laughs> what, what do you mean exactly? Oh, you know. Attitude. Attitude. Uh, the, the sunglasses. Yep. He has no time to say Ada. Just dude. He's very extreme. He he will say Ada followed by boy, but never followed by Tude. His Tude stands alone. His uh, Tude would make Sonic blush. He's edgy. He's in your face. You've heard the expression, let's get busy? Well, this is a dog who gets busy. Consistently and thoroughly. Yes. It was a very 90s, extreme, totally radical dude. Yep. Lobo. He, I, I would venture to say that, that he is both rude and crude. Yeah. And yeah. you should give him a break. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's a bounty hunter. He uh, is... Uh, I don't know what his powers are. I Apparently, he's invulnerable. Yeah. There's a lot of things happen to him that... Should kill somebody, but don't. Yeah, I, I, I think his his power set is identical to Roger Rabbit's. Yes, very Looney Tunes. <laughs> no, not at any time. Only when it was funny. <laughs> yes. Uh, there were. That's. Yeah, we'll get there when we get there. But uh, this character, <laughs> explosions don't seem to affect him. He can hang out in space. He is. Yeah, big strong guy. He's got a, a big giant mane of hair. Yeah. Apparently, I, I did. I actually did research today. I don't know what your history with the character is. Not much. But yeah, they. So he was created in the '80s, surprising nobody. <laughs> and originally, he was supposed to be like a serious tough guy villain, uh-huh. and. Nobody was really interested. Nobody cared. He sort of faded away. And then he was brought back in the 90s as like a parody of your Deadpool, Cable, your grim, dark, edgy superheroes of the 90s. And and that's when he sort of took off. That's when people started to like him, much like Deadpool before him. Yeah. Or maybe contemporary with him. I don't know. I didn't do that research. He, he's, uh, he's a gross, pun, funny yep. jerk. Bounty hunter. He's not allowed to actually swear, so he says things that sound like rassafrass a yeah. lot. Dirty Perkish, Harkabank, Flatten, Fortin, Philip, Bucket, Martin, Perkaluma, Burton, Dirtle, Boston, Adams, Martin, and Adam. Apparently, when this. Oh, I forget. I'll 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 get uh, I'll get Brainiac to to edit it into the episode later. But I I forget what network it was. Here's what I found on Wikipedia. Do your own research. Asshole. Apparently, even his fake swears got censored on TV. Oh, for God's they, sake. Yeah, they thought it was too close to real swears. Right. 
The 90s were a different time. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> but he's in the middle of a space bar full of space aliens. He's he's hunting a bounty. This little rat-looking guy who has a face on one of his eyeballs. Yeah, he, he can eat through one mouth and talks through his eyeball. Yes. I don't know how to describe it other than that. You just got to look at a picture. Lots of weird, funky alien character designs in this yeah. episode. Which is fun, you know. It's, uh, if you like character designs like Star Wars stuff, it's yeah. fun. Animators were having fun. Yeah. It's very, very Guardians of the Galaxy. Very just weird, wacky. But, uh, yeah, he's a little rat-looking guy. Goes by the name of Squeak, and he has a bounty on him placed by... Emperor Spooge! Him they call Spooge. Emperor Spooge! He's... I- Spooge. Not Mad Dog, not Diesel. I texted Ben. I was like, there it is, bro. <laughs> yep, we've been waiting. <laughs> we have a character named Emperor Spooge that'll be showing up later on. Your dad, Mr. Spooge, when he's uh, getting back. <laughs> yep. Not making it up either. It's a real real name. Yep, they 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 pronounce it sort of like uh sort of like South Park, like Spooge. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you got this situation. Uh, there's a fight over the character. He grabs the little rat dude. There's an explosion. Take a shot. Yeah, puff, puff, pass. Do whatever you feel. <laughs> uh, he's in outer space, and uh, he gets uh, tracked by a, like a big floating, long-armed, torso-looking character named the Preserver. Yeah, floating nutsack man. Yes. <laughs> he takes Lobo into his ship and says, hey, I want you to do a job for me. And Lobo's like, I already got a job. And so the character makes the little, I don't know, rat dude. What's his name again? Uh, Squeak. Thank you. They make him disappear. <laughs> so he has no choice but to do a job for the preserver, which is to the preserver collects the last of every species Who's the last species on Krypton? Kal-El. Yep. So go go get him. He's he's hanging out on Earth. He calls himself Superman. How do I know this? I don't know. It's my business to know. I'm the preserver. Deal yeah. with it. So I'll give you X amount of money if you go there and you go get me the last Kryptonian, which Lobo will do. Yep. He shows up on Earth, uh, <laughs> gets immediately spotted by whatever the DCAU version of SETI is. Yeah. There's a news report saying, hey, so you know how Superman turns out he was an alien and aliens exist? And this is, you know, then Brainiac showed up and this is something we just all got to deal with now. Well, now there's this motherfucker. This guy's on a flying motorcycle. It's got a big skull on the front <laughs> of it. So he's, he's here and uh, yeah, he shows up. Superman sees him and... Fight ensues. Yep. He, Lobo shows up at the police station, starts shooting up the place, and, and Superman shows up, and the entire rest of this episode is a big, silly punch fest. Uh, Lois Lane at one point tries to help by hitting him with a crowbar. Who slams, who jams, who tells your story? Lobo, that is. Yep. Uh, <laughs> And Lobo actually kind of is like, hey, hot stuff, how you doing? <laughs> it's the 90s. Sexual harassment is endearing. Hey, women are things. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. We also got a, a our first real, like, flirtatious moment between Superman and Lois. Sarah brought that up. She said, this is for the girls that are watching. Yeah. So, yeah, it's funny that you brought that up. And it's true. This is a little meet cute. 
Yeah, yeah. Superman, you know, he's he's getting punched by by Lobo. Lobo flies away for a second, and Superman and Lois, are you okay? Are you okay? <laughs> Blush. Yeah. <laughs> but that's enough of that. We go back to punching and explosions because yep. that's guy stuff. Yep. There's there's a cute bit where uh, <laughs> where uh, Lobo crash lands right through Luthor's office. And then, like, ten minutes of punching goes by, and then you cut back to Luthor in his office directing the work crew to fix up the hole that he made just as Superman punches Lobo back through it the other way. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's really not much to say about the rest of this part one, but that's not to say that it's not good, because it's it's just... I mean, it's Superman, and if you know anything about Superman, this is how he is. He's a... Big action sequences, big... Buildings are destroyed, things of that sort. This is what Superman's known for. Yeah, but it's it's all played very light. This yeah. is not like horrifying. Oh God, the violence and explosions and carnage. This is not a Zack Snyder version. This no. is a very almost overly cartoony version. Yeah, this is not the last. Like even more so than Batman, I think Superman. You know, it, it always starts every episode with that Warner Brothers logo. Yeah, and I think Superman more so than Batman is very. Very in keeping with that. He gets pretty Looney Tunes sometimes. Yeah. Uh, and as we had mentioned, Lobo, there are things that happen to him that should be should have killed him. Or it would have killed any other character. But uh, he just gets like black soot on his face with his hair yep. streaked back. Uh, <laughs> and he'll say a little one liner and then they go back to a fight. Yep. But uh, I get all, the idea. Yep. It all ends with Lobo piecing out. Saying, "Yeah, I'm I'm gonna beat you up more later, and then I'm gonna nuke the whole Earth as as my victory lap." Well, Superman's not about that, so he climbs aboard his rocket ship, chases Lobo into space. But it was a trick, Kenny. Yeah, he tracked that ion trail, and uh, Lobo jumps onto his rocket ship. And there's a tangle. There's a fight in outer space, but the preserver beams them onto his ship. He's like, "Sweet, I've got the last Kryptonian." And Lobo's like, sweet, I'm going to take my money and something that I kind of rolled my eyes at. Did you know that Lobo is the last of his kind from his planet? Yep, the last Zarnian, apparently. And the reason, what's what's the reason why he's the last Zarnian? He blewed it up. Yep, as his science project in high school. Yes. Gave himself an A. Uh, and so the <laughs> Preserver traps both of them. Shocking no one that's watching the episode. Yep. And and we get a big old fade to black and to be continued. Because this is a two-parter, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. And which uh, we see that the Preserver has sort of like a, I wouldn't say a hologram, but like a play, a set. Yes. Uh, something that it would be on a stage of, of representation of each character's planet. Yep, and the Krypton one is so realistic, it even has a faux red sun, which negates Superman's power. So he's just normal human strength again. This is important. This is why he can't escape. Lobo's world, he's got two, uh, Sarah called them Bimbots. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you think they're flirtatious, but anytime Lobo gets out of control, their heads, their mouths get really big and gas guns shoot out. Yep. Did you also notice Lobo has a a Kiz poster yes. on his wall? Not not Kiss. No, that's a band from Earth. Lobo would have no <laughs> way of knowing who Kiss was. But apparently there is a very similar but legally distinct band known among aliens called Kiz. Yeah. I bet they're rocking. Oh, yeah. They're great. (laughs) Did you also notice, so this was weird, at the end of part one, Superman wakes up in the Preserver's ship 
And I think the preserver has taken his notes from the Mad Hatter and from uh, the Toy Man. Put him in the zoo. Uh, Put, yeah, yeah. Like Kryptonian regalia. Do you think he said peekaboo? Of. Although, who knows? Maybe he's not into that stuff. I don't know. I, maybe. Maybe he had the Bimbots do it. Maybe? Yeah. Uh, he's got some robots yeah, that he was bidding here, so they, maybe they did it. Yeah, that's true. Those those are not humanoid robots. No, so I, I'm assuming that they don't have any you know, prurient interest in, in Superman's nude form. Yeah. <laughs> I hope not. But yeah, they dressed him up as a, a Kryptonian would look. Yep. Until part two... When, and then he's back in the super suit with no explanation. <laughs> I think he says something to the preserver, like, thanks for giving me my Superman suit. It's <laughs> a real quick, like, <laughs> character design back to normal. <laughs> Maybe a little it. sad. I like I like seeing a little costume change up. Yeah. Leave him in the Kryptonian gear yeah. for a while. But they uh, didn't. What they did do is had a, a big six-legged dinosaur, rhinoceros-looking thing. Yeah. Did you ever watch... Um, uh, uh, I think it was Centaurians. Oh, God, it's tickling the back of my brain. Saurians? No, anyway. Dinosaurs? No, 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 it was a, like a, a <laughs> Hanna-Barbera cartoon. Anyway, it looked like that. Herculoids? Yes. Somewhere out in space live the Herculoids. Okay. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one. Oh, good. Now I get to edit another 80s cartoon theme song into this episode. That always makes me smile. It looks like that. Uh, Superman takes a chunk of a crystal and uses uh, the red light to kind of shine it like a Toro effect. Toro! Toro! Yep. Irritates the creature so that it, it busts open the glass cage that he's in. He's out! Superman's free! And uh, Lobo, he's still trapped by his bimbots, and he's like, help me out! And Superman's like, nah. And uh, Lobo's like, if you don't let me out of here, I'm going to destroy everything you love, including Lois. And Superman says, how about if I let you out, you be cool, and you leave me and Earth alone. And so a deal is struck. Yep. Now now, now they're pals, I, I guess. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> they still sort of betray each other, kind of, but... Uh, they, you know, this is a ginormous spaceship that's got all kinds of flora and fauna. And, yeah, uh, like giant. It's it's basically a floating space zoo, and it has yeah. this big, like, forest enclosure that, that's just perfect for having weird little cat and mouse chases in. And you're going to get some, uh, yeah, they fall down a hole, and... There's a sandworm. Yeah, that's a big fight. Superman peels the skin off the sandworm, which is kind of gross. Oh, yeah, I think Lobo does that, and then he offers it to Superman to make a belt out of. Yeah. <laughs> I was kind of surprised by that scene. Yeah. Although I was high, so I was when he was ripping the skin off, I was like, whoa, dude. <laughs> this is for kids, bro. Yep, we, we, get, we do get a scene in this part with Emperor Spooge. Yes. Your dad, Mr. Spooge, when he's uh, getting back. Who looks like the the bastard love child of Jabba the Hutt and Clayface. Yes. Uh, he's in a tub of green water goo. Spooge. Spooge. And, From uh, whence he takes... He is the emperor of this tub <laughs> of Spooge, clearly. And when this he, is his domain. When he talks, little, like, leeches come out or yep. little wormy things. And uh, we had far, forgot to mention that... Squeak? Squeak has a brother named Gnaw. Who, along with his team... Bounty hunter crew. Uh, they are assigned to bring back Squeak. Yep. You don't really need too much about this other than this is another... It adds on to the story because 
you know, makes yep. the plot a little bit longer. <laughs> yeah, they're they're definitely stretching to fill these two parts because you know, once again, you can see us kind of like jumping all over the place. It's because guess what? You know how the the first part was just a big silly superhero punch fest. Yeah. The second part also that. Yeah. Very much so. This is a definite uh, grab your action figure, eat your cereal episode. Yep. And uh, anyway, those bounty hunters they show up. They are they're here for squeak. Uh, because reasons yeah. yep, they, they have a little fight and uh, but Superman Superman gets sneaky with them and he he lures them into the earth enclosure which is where the the last dodo bird is is chilling and uh, yeah that's a uh, that's a cue to us which I didn't catch until Sarah brought it up once again I was high uh, yeah yellow sun yep they have the yellow sun in there so Superman gets his powers back he beats up the bounty hunters Meanwhile, Lobo just wants out of here. He's he's there at the hangar, but the pre- the preserver says, "Oh no, now I'm 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 gonna have to reveal my true form." Kenny, did this true form of the preserver remind you of anything? Yeah, he looked like. Um, so he's big and he's he red. Looked like uh, Clayface, sort of with his uh, sharp hands. Yeah, so the hands specifically with the like the big shovel shaped hands with the claws poking out. Yeah. Uh, he looks like a red version of the plant monsters in House and Garden. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you know why? Same creature designer, Glenn Murakami. Okay. You're going to see this over and over again. This Every time they give this dude carte blanche to make up some weird character designs, you can always spot it once you know what to look for. Like, oh, that's a Glenn Murakami joint. Okay. We're going to see even more of him when we get to Batman Beyond. Yeah. He's a lifer. You know what I'm thinking of? Uh, the Gollum episode. Remember that big robot in Batman Beyond? Yeah. That might be a design of his. Might be, yeah. Well, yeah, uh, we'll, we'll that, that, that'll be like a, a year, year or two uh, in the future. But <laughs> for right now, Superman swoops in. Big, big punch him fight. Winds up, uh, Lobo winds up hitting the control panel, opening up the big hangar doors. Preserver gets spaced. He's out. He's like, gone. Okay. You ever see this really old movie, Aliens? <laughs> <laughs> yes. And uh, the day is saved. Uh, Lobo is explaining the whole story to Emperor Spooge. Yep. Emperor Spooge has the bounty hunters that he had sent out uh, fanning him and squeegeeing him. And yeah, like cleaning up his, yeah. his, his Spooge splatter. And there, was, there was a little subplot where the bounty hunters were trying to frame Lobo and get Emperor Spooge all pissed at him. Yeah. And, but... Lobo says, no, man, I'm, I'm cool. We're cool. I've got my Hawaiian shirt on. I brought the Bimbots with me because who's going to let some perfectly good Bimbots go to waste? <laughs> Not the main man. Yeah, he's, he's uh, all vacation mode. And what happened to all those aliens? Superman decided they needed a home. Lobo was just going to let him die in the cold void of space. But Superman said, hey, remember that Arctic cave that I'm, I'm time sharing with Mr. Freeze? <laughs> I want more roommates. <laughs> so... This is our Fortress of Solitude getting bigger and bigger. Uh, he's got all the last species of these galactic orphans. Yep. And uh, that's how we end our episode. Yep. Thus ends the main man. Kenny, does this episode hold up? I'm going to say it's okay. Yeah. I I wasn't super invested in it because it felt like there were no stakes. Yeah, it was all pretty weightless. It was a very Looney Tunesy episode. Characters yeah. would, it, it's almost like they would look into the, the TV and be like, you know, uh, rabbit season, duck season, rabbit <laughs> season. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I think I liked part one better than part two. It By halfway through part two, I'm starting to look at my watch a little like, okay, this is all fun, but you just gave me 40 straight minutes of it, and I'm... I'm I'm kind of ready to move on. I liked two better than one, but it's um, kind of a forgettable episode. If you love Lobo, the character uh, Brad Garrett, yep. he's the voice of it. He does a wonderful job. Yep, and, and he's going to be back a couple more times. He does you know, a fantastic job making the character come to life. That being said, like we've brought up about Batman villains, this is a villain I give two shits about. Yeah, pretty much so. Well, that, that sounds like a good time to boot up your old science machine and All figure right. out exactly where it is. Woo! I'm a disciple of science. I know the universe is in full compliance with natural laws. But many uh, nice. on the yeah, yeah. You know, the science machine boots up so much faster with all this new alien tech that we salvaged from the preserver. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a doozy. Do a few stretches. Ah, that's good. Okay. All right. And, and, you know, whenever you're stretching, it's important to keep your freedom of movement. So let's uh, put our lab coats on. Yeah, but let's take the pants off. Woo! All right, and uh, Kenny, get get ready because I got a big old list here for you, and you're gonna read it out for us. Okay. All right. Ready? Last Sunday, Krypton, little piece of home, fun and games, the way of all flesh, stolen memories, feeding time. Oh, well done, sir. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right. RNG Jesus wants us to start at the bottom of the list today. Okay. Is the main man better or worse than number six? Feeding time. I think feeding time is better. Huh. I. That's a tough one, actually. I like the creation of, of uh, Parasite. Yeah. I like that... I like that uh, the way Superman defeated him had some cleverness. It wasn't just a punch real good. Yeah. Jimmy helped out. Yeah. Did some investigating. Yeah. Shit. You know what? It's a spooky transformation, too. I actually felt for that character. Yeah. Oh, and God, he's melted. Yeah, and you know what? Feeding time was, was efficient, whereas Main Man felt... Like, I think Main Man's highs were higher. I like the gag with Luthor and his office, yeah. and get to see a little bit of mercy in there. Yeah. Have mercy! <laughs> but feeding, feeding Time got in, told its story, and got out. Yeah. And Main Man was bloated, so... I do like... The acting of Lobo better than the acting of Parasite. But I, I like the powers of Parasite better than Lobo's. Yeah, they're a little better established. It's a little creepier. He can touch you and he can make your voice, uh, steal your voice and yep, steal your, your knowledge. Yeah. It's it's a good thing that, that Rudy, I forget his last name, the guy, the guy what turns into Parasite, it's a good thing that he's not like a crim... You could imagine a smarter person using that power set and being more of a threat. Yeah. Whereas he's got a good power set, but he's kind of a dingus. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, shit, when we break it down with science, I'm going to agree. I'm going to give it to feeding time. Okay. Wow. Uh, sorry, main man. You're coming in at, uh, well, on the one hand, Kenny, it's a top ten episode. Holy shit. Hey! On the other hand, it is at the bottom of the list. Uh, I, <laughs> I was, when I was talking to Sarah about it, I was like, this is probably my least favorite of what we've watched so far so that does not surprise me yeah and you know what it it, i mean obviously we just proved it with science it's objectively the word the weakest also my least favorite but still like not a bad way to kill 45 minutes yeah perfectly fine it wasn't offensive it wasn't 
know, a, a bad episode. It just was a subpar episode. Yeah, yeah. And here, you know, seven seven episodes in, as of the way we're counting things anyway, like, these have all been pretty strong. Like, yeah. Superman is, you know, we hardly ever talk about the visuals, and it's because they're just consistently strong. Yeah, well, this is a different time than when Batman was being animated, I think. So this, almost every Superman episode looks more or less the same. Whereas Batman, the earlier stuff looked different than the other stuff. Yeah, they, they had Superman, or uh, Batman was a show that you could tell they had their A team, they had their B team, occasionally they had their C team. Yep. Superman is just always a solid B plus, yep. like visually straight across the board. Yeah. Yep. But, uh... Well, now, now we've got to figure out what we're going to do next week. It's time to roll them bones, Kenny. All right. And blow on some other guy's dice. Now, are we still doing the three dice, or are we going down to two? I, I think we're going to keep it at three okay. until, because next, the next episode will be episode eight of our show. If we, if we roll an eight or higher, how do, we, how do we figure out how to do it? No, an eight or below... It's Mummies Alive. Okay. Nine or higher. And it's, uh, and it's gonna, and we're gonna stick with Superman. Yep. Yep. And so, uh, every time, so right now it's a coin flip, because the max you can roll on three six-sided dice are 18. So it's a, it's a perfect 50-50 shot. Every time we hit that 50-50, the next time we add one more die. Okay. That's, that's the rules. All right. Here we go. It's either Superman or the 1990s short-lived Mummies Alive cartoon. We're going to find out now. Wow. Wow, perfect 18. Look at that. <laughs> Max roll. I, I feel like we should do something special for that, but I don't know what. Mm. Well, we got a week to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, let's, let's see what we will be doing next week. Okay. Uh, next week is going to be My Girl. Do you remember this episode? No. I. The most I remember about this is uh, remember Lena Lang from uh, from Last Son of Krypton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is going to be involving her. We're bringing oh, yeah, her a little love triangle thingy going on. Maybe I I really don't remember any of the details other than oh this is the Lena Lang episode. Okay. It's uh yeah. Okay. Well, S- Superman's uh, high school sweetheart coming back for. Uh, for a little more. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. No clue, but yeah. that'll be next week. In the meantime, Kenny, where can folks find you on the internet? You can find me at Weiske TV on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And you can find me at HBI2K on Twitter or twitch.tv slash Ben Creighton. I'm currently uh, going through the Link to the Past Randomizer Challenge Cup Tournament. And uh, I'm, I'm one win away from getting out of the group stages and into brackets. Ooh. Yeah, that's, it sounds all impressive. <laughs> I, I'm sure it means nothing to a lot of people who are listening. It's fun. It's, it's a fun. game. It is. I'm, I'm doing short. Just have some fun. It's, it's a fun game. I'm playing it. It, it feels like there are stakes, yeah. even though there aren't. Everybody's got games. He's got yeah. a game. Everybody's got a game. Yeah. We, we have a game that we play with dice, and we won. <laughs> what did we win? More Superman. Yeah. So join us next week for my girl. All right. Bye, everybody. 